Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. You can follow us on social media. I am at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on the gram. And real credit card questions require real people, folks that understand your issues and work with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives who are available all day, every day, 24-7, 365. Discover exceptionally common sense. We got Randy Mueller joining us at the bottom of the hour, as he does every Tuesday, and then Parker's Power Rankings heading into the second round of the NFL playoffs. And, Rob, let's go to the NBA for a moment, where the Lakers, I give them this. Do I think it was a turning point? Do I think it is a sign that they're a great team that's just been struggling? No. Okay. But they got they got destroyed in the third quarter, but they did come back to win that game by, you know, having a big fourth quarter. But Chris, after that third quarter, did you think like what is going on here? No, cuz I mean, <laughs> I've been watching the Lakers all year, all year. you know what right, I mean? Right. So it wasn't it, it, I honestly, Rob, I kind of expected it. What what surprised me and what made me say what is going on here was the comeback in the fourth quarter. Don't call and it I a will, comeback. And, oh man! And Rob, I gotta say this. And I've been covering the NBA for twenty since nineteen ninety five. So what's that? Twenty six years. Rob, that dunk, that Westbrook dunk, yes, over Rudy Gobert, I. That's got to be one of the handful of best dunks I've ever seen. In of all time that you've yeah. seen. What'd yeah. you think? I mean, was no, that I, was ferocious. Well, of course. And, of course, to get over a big man like that yes. and do that. Yeah, I mean, that you don't see that very often. So, I, I agree. It was one of those. I was trying to think of some other ones. But, yeah, it's hard to. I mean, Kevin Johnson, was it on Elijah Wan? Uh, when he kind of sat on his shoulders, he did that twice. I think it was Olajuwon once and maybe Brad Doherty, but he had a couple. Um, LeBron's had some, you know, his dunk over Duncan, I believe it was, was crazy. Jordan obviously had several. Tree Rollins was one. You know, so there have been. You know, the other one, though, to me. Vince it, over Alonzo was ridiculous. But don't forget the John Starks over Jordan and Pippen on the baseline in yeah. a playoff game. I mean, Chris, he changed hands. If you go back, somebody, if you guys have never seen, go look at it. John Starks is driving baseline. He has the ball, I believe, in his right hand, right? And he switches it to his left, and he dunks, and Jordan and Pippen are jumping at is the it, same I time. I think it's is it Jordan and Horace Grant. But oh, Grant. I, sure. I, you know, you might right. be right. Grant, it might be Grant. Grant was closer. He kind of dunked on Grant. Jordan was coming right. from the side and kind of tried to block him. But, yeah. But it, you know, I we'd have to really go back through the archives. But I, I'm I'm comfortable saying that that 
that's one of the greatest dunks I've ever seen in a game, like just dunking on somebody. It was ferocious. He left from close to the dotted line. He was giving up about a foot to the guy he dunked on. It, it was just crazy. But anyway, good win for the Lakers over the Utah Jazz. But really, I'd say just probably their best win of the season. But, Rob, a story came out today in The Athletic that said Frank Vogel's job is in serious jeopardy in, despite that win and that he's basically playing coaching on a game-to-game basis. And look, I don't think Frank Vogel is the problem. I think the problem, as we've said from day one, is you have a mismatched roster. You got a a young star who's never healthy. And you don't have great shooting around LeBron James, which has always been the formula. Um, But you know, Rob, when you're in a situation like this where you don't know what where to turn, a lot of times they make the coach the scapegoat and he gets he gets axed. And so I will see if this ends up happening with Frank Vogel, but I'm like, who are you going with? Are you going to David Fisdale? Yes, LeBron's guy from Miami. Yes, that's who you're going with. He's an assistant with. coach on the staff. They were one in five when when uh, Vogel was out with COVID, Rob. They were one in five with Fisdale. So that's a not, better winning Fizdale, percentage than Vogel. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, he's fine. You know what I mean? I mean, but he coached in New York. It didn't it work didn't out go with well. the Knicks. Right. No, he was one not. in five when Vogel was out. They, Vogel comes back. They win four straight. I'm just saying, like, it's so clear that this would just be a move to just have a shakeup. And you know what? Sometimes that's legit, Rob. Right? Chris, you just, we, hey, we can't do it. We need a new voice. That, did did, we, not, that did we not see that in Atlanta? We saw that. In Atlanta, they made a change, right? Well, Nate McMillan did well. No, I'm, that's what when I'm they saying. they got but, rid of Lloyd. Was it Lloyd? No, it was yeah. Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce. They got rid of Lloyd Pierce. They remember the, the right. Hawks were struggling. They got rid of him. And they went on a run. I'm not, Chris, they got a lot of other issues. I'm with you. But sometimes you need to shake it up. No, sometimes it, right. you need to make a move. That was one of those where we saw it in Atlanta. And Nate McMillan's a fine coach. He's been He's coached three or four different teams. And he's good. But he made a difference. I don't know if it's Fisdale or there's somebody else waiting in the wings. But, Chris, there's no way you can stand pat and just be like, well, we just got to ride it out because we're already past the halfway point, right? The Lakers are what, 22 and 22? Yeah. We're, already pa- we're already past, you know, literally the half point. Right, right, right. So at some point, and for them to be, you know, evaluating him game to game means yeah, that, that, you that's know. Crazy. That is crazy. That, that really Can you imagine is. he heard that like, oh, game to game? Oh, I'm sure so he'll we, get the... So, so if we lose to uh, a bad team, Sacramento again, I'm out. Like, seriously, I'm out. Well, they got a tough schedule coming up, Rob. They, they got several good teams. Let me, <laughs> so I'm no about, Sacramento it, it's on the not schedule. Sac- it seems like they played Sacramento about eight times already right. this, this season. But, Rob, I'm going to read you their schedule. And, and this would seem to just seal Vogel's fate. But this might be a setup here, Chris, that they no, they, that they put it out there yep. knowing that they're going to go through this bad patch and they'll probably lose a lot more than they win, and then this will justify it. They host Indiana tomorrow night, Rob, and then they go out, out east 
for a six-game road trip. Orlando, easy. But then you got Miami, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Charlotte, which is no slouch, right. and, and Atlanta. So, so it ain't that so, easy, right? Right. If they go, I mean, sir, if they go one in five on that trip, he's gone. Say they lose to Orlando or something like that, you know, like if that it's would game pop. the game and you lose to Orlando, like yep. if it's a bad, if they lose bad to Indiana and then go out and lose to Orlando, he's probably gone. He's done. If, if they lose those two games, I agree. And I, I did hear a few weeks ago somebody close to this that that would know told me he is on the hot seat, like. You know, he, is it because is Chris? Is it because of the the sloppy play? You know, like what is it? Because we get it. If if players make baskets and don't turn the ball over, all coaches look good. But that's not how it goes. There's other times when they've blown big leads. Like like what what are they saying? Do they not like now about Vogel? I don't know exactly what it is. Okay. This person just confirmed because there had been a story that said, you know, Vogel or somebody may have said it on the air or something that he's in trouble. And I, remember I, try, I was trying to Stephen get Stephen A said it. You remember Stephen A said that uh, that Vogel, uh, he, he was the first one I heard publicly okay, say. Okay. So maybe yeah. that was, and I was getting, just getting confirmation. Just some confirmation. I don't know exactly yeah. what it is. I, I'll say this I do think they, they're trying to play too fast. And that's, you know, that's a decision that the coaches have made that they want to, you know, play at a a really fast pace. And I think that's a mistake. They're the oldest team in the league. I don't think it helps you that you're playing at such a fast pace. Now they've come down to third. And I, the logic, I understand. Let Westbrook do his thing, right? We don't, in the half court, he's going to struggle. Right, but where we can let him go and and be unbridled and and use his athleticism and energy is in the open court. So get out and run. I, all teams try to run opportunistically, but they should not be playing at the fastest pace because Rob and and I said it earlier. You got LeBron James, and you didn't put shooting around him. How has LeBron always won his championships? Shooting around, him. even in Miami when it was a different NBA. When the three-point shot wasn't quite as important as it is now, Rob, you remember that series with Oklahoma City. Right. Shane Battier burying three-pointers. And Mike Miller. Was Mike it Mike Miller? Miller. Yep. Mike, Mike Miller, Miller went Shane bananas, Battier. Chris. He yep. went bananas. Mario Chalmers could shoot. like they. Had, we Obviously, Ray Allen, the, the shot hurled around the world. So you put shooters around LeBron. In Cleveland, Kyrie was a great shooter. Kevin Love could shoot. Kyle Korver was there. You had shooting. In L.A., that year when they won it, didn't quite have the shooting he normally has. But still, you you play, you space the floor, you put the ball in LeBron's hands. And that so that's one thing. They haven't done that, Rob. The second thing is LeBron's teams, if you look at it, all the teams he's won with have played slow. None of them have been in the top ten as far as pace. LeBron plays at a slow pace because he can really control the game. And remember in 2015 when Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt in the finals and LeBron somehow had them competing through, you know, through the first three, four games? It's because they slowed down the pace. Right. Rob, what was the score of the shot when the game when Kyrie hit the shot? 93-89. I was gonna say, right. It wasn't even over hundred. I remember. No. So I that's where you can put that on the coaching. And will Fizdale change that if he's the one? We'll see. But 
I look, Frank Vogel's not the main problem, but like you it's, said, Rob, you, yeah, some, you can't trade or fire all the players. You can't get rid of all the players, so sometimes it's just the only thing that they can do and they can't right. sit pat because people will start to clamor. And, and, and you remember the other day when Magic went on Twitter and said that, you know, like, the, where's the effort? Like, that was the that, – right. I think that was one of those moments, Chris, right there. It ain't good when you're, uh, you know, Mr. Laker – is going on uh, social media and saying stuff like that. Right, so that you're not even out. trying. Right, you know, like right. That, that, that's an indictment on the coach. Well, and LeBron followed that up, Rob, with the apology. Right. And saying we're going to, you know, we're going to turn it around. So uh, they so far so good after the first win, but we'll see if Frank Vogel lasts. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. How much blame does Frank Vogel deserve for the Lakers' struggles this year. Should he be on the hot seat? Should he be fired? You're turned away in with Rob and Christy I, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. Hey. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live wherever Get your podcast from. It is the Odd Couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we want to be with you. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, head on over to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services, such as free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, there's one place to go. It's called AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one. Battery destination, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. There are reports that Frank Vogel's on the hot seat, that he's coaching on a game-by-game basis. That's, that's I don't know if I've ever heard that, Rob. Especially for a guy who won a championship. It's, it's very disrespectful. Yeah, he doesn't get the respect of a guy that won a championship. Not at all. And, and maybe rightfully so, but still, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's got to be a degree. Like, if you're going to yeah, fight, if you can blame the guy, Chris, if you, when you don't win, if he wins, you got to give him some credit. It's right. just not fair. Right. Uh, T, T Dizzle in L.A., you're on the iCouple Fox Sports Radio. What up? Mr. Parker, it's a pleasure. Mr. Bouchard, you too, sir. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Good to have you, We appreciate your last. I'm, I'm, no, it ain't my last, Chris. Not tonight, not, because I got to get at you, too. But Mr. Parker, <laughs> Mr. Hater, I'm listening to you for a while. What I laugh about you, Ron, is everybody great you hate. Rob. Rob, all B. Come on. <laughs> everybody great, everybody great you hate, man. But I, I love listening to your commentary 
whether you're, you know, whether you're uh, uh, chiming in for Dan Patrick in the morning, because I'm a truck driver, so I'm up all day. Appreciate so you. you guys are one of my favorite. You guys are one of my favorite shows I listen to in the evening time. Thank you. But I got to say, fellas, that you can't put this on Frank Vogel as the coach. You so, know, so you're going to hold – what are you going to do then if you're the Lakers? Like, there might not be a trade available. If nobody wants Westbrook, what? there's no major move you can make. You're right about that, Rod. You're so right about that because nobody <laughs> wants no – He done called you Ron. Right, Rob. R-O-B, Robert. Next is Rick. Rob, Rob, Right, right. I'll say Mr. Parker. How about that? That's all good. It's all good. Mr. Pearson, I'm sorry. Right, <laughs> Rob. I will. Let me say this before we go to the next caller. There is an alternative. What's the alternative? To empower Vogel. To say, look, this is our coach. This guy led us to a championship. LeBron, you remember him in Indiana? He was giving you all you wanted with the big three, and all he had was Paul George and Roy Hibbert and Lance Stevenson. That was his big three, right. and he gave y'all all you wanted. If you're going to win it, it's going to be with Frank Vogel. So stop looking for somebody to come in and save you from the bench and start playing. That's what Pat Riley, Rob, you remember LeBron's first year in Miami. Eric Spolster was getting the same treatment, right? Yep. Players down there thought he had too much swag for a guy that hadn't won anything, hadn't proven anything. And Pat Riley was like, this is, look. If y'all going to blow it yep. and ruin your images and reputations, you're going to blow it with this guy. No, he's no not doubt. Going he told him he ain't going nowhere. Right. And, and Riley stuck by him when they wanted him out. Didn't LeBron want him out, Chris? The whole team, much of the team was was not happy with him. Let's just put right. it that way. Now they now he's viewed as a great coach, and he is. And now he's been a there 100 years. Right. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, Jabari, in Michigan, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jabari? What's up, Rob and Chris? How y'all doing? Man, good, we're doing brother. great. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Yeah, uh, to me, I would say he deserved about 10 to 15%. Um, the reason why I say it's that low, because I don't think he should get the majority of the blame. I don't think that he should get no blame, but I believe that he should not get the majority of the blame. I think it's a cop-out to the Lakers organization. The only reason why I said it is because this is leaving Rob Polinka out the hook because he's the one who brought the personnel, who gave LeBron what he wanted it, and make sure that, listen, this team is old. This team is not good defensively. This team is up and down. Yep. And, I, and, I, and, and to me, I knew that once they brought Russell Westbrook, I was thinking, oh, they, they, really, want to get, they really want to lose in the second round because that's how far they're going to go, honestly, if, if anything. And I just don't think this worked. You know, Russ is ball dominant. LeBron is ball dominant. I mean, and, and, and Frank Vogel, he's doing the best he can to make sure that he's bringing up the right players to, to have this great defensive team. I mean, that's the problem right there. That's why you, don't, you can't use DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard that much because no. when they go against younger players, they're fast. So right. I just think that it's leaving the Lakers organization like Rob Linka off the hook, and they should back up uh, Frank Vogel. Now let me ask you this, Jabari, real quick. The other night when they didn't have a Chris, I just forgot who they were playing when Magic tweeted uh, about the was this, lack. Was it another loss to Sacramento? It was a yeah, but it was Sacramento, right? And they lost. But anyway, Jabari, Denver, Denver, Denver. Oh, it was Denver. Denver. Okay, Denver. yeah, they got blown out in Denver. It was embarrassing. Right. When when Magic put something out there about the lack of effort, is that not a is that a reflection more on the coach or the or the players? Oh, did we lose them? 
Yeah, he's good. Oh, we lost him. Because you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's effort. It. You know, an effort. Yeah. Effort. Is that players or coach? Look, it's the coach's job to get guys to play. We know right. these are grown men. We know it's the NBA. We know they're we know making a gazillion dollars. Exactly. Right. So it's hard, but, you know, it. look, you know this, Rob. Coaches in the NBA, in all the pro leagues, but we're talking NBA. You gotta. It's a, it's tough because you have, what you have to do more than anything, Rob, is find a way to get the players to like believe in you and yep. run through a wall for you, right? Because they all know X's and O's. Dude, These guys I, are, I, are. I saw it in Detroit with Larry Brown. Larry Brown got them to all buy in, Chris. Yep. It didn't matter who was who scored the most points. They all rolled up their sleeves and played. If you didn't play defense on that team, you didn't play, Chris. You didn't play. Right, right. All right. We got Randy Mueller coming up at the bottom of the hour in a few minutes. But first. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Our next guest. Former NFL executive of the year, now a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. And I, I'm going to be honest, Rob, I, and let's see what Randy thinks. Ran, I think it's time Randy got some music. Really? I mean, am I, am I, Randy, no, a lot of it. our some ra- intro music. Some, mu- yes. some intro music. So when you text with Rob G, I know he texts you. Throw out a couple tell him of songs what you that want. you tell like, him, okay? Give him a few of the songs you want for your theme music. <laughs> That's that a big deal here on the Icom. Yes, right. Yeah, that's right. You already <laughs> yeah. know, right? Your walk-up music, you, like you're ready to right, hit. Right, right. If you want to go without it, that's your prerogative too. Right. But we're offering that. That's a that's a an honor we're offering because you've been hey, doing such a great job. Hey, Randy, job. let's start here. Uh, maybe I'm just you know prisoner of the moment or whatever. But my takeaway <laughs> no, from you, no, my, he not is me. prisoner. Ain't no maybe about it. <laughs> When you hear this, Randy, <laughs> you will second what I just said. My my takeaway from last night, Rams defense played great. I'm not saying that. Stafford was in control, didn't do anything crazy, didn't make any mistakes. But I, I just came away feeling you can't win a championship with Kyler Murray. Am, am I Meshuggah or am I crazy? So for the, he's saying for the rest of his, his career, you can't no, win I a just, championship. I, I didn't I, – I what, what was what that saying, yesterday? Right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think after last night, there are more questions than ever about a smaller five nine ish stature in the pocket, right? I mean, let's just face it. Yes, if they keep he, you in the is, pocket, yeah. he is talented. He can make the throws. But here's the thing: I think because of his size, he 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 has to have a clean pocket. And the last time I checked, it's not very often you get a clean pocket in the NFL. So when they can do that. He'll be effective, but I think if if they are to win, and I'm not agreeing with you necessarily that he can't do it ever. Right. I just think they're going to have to build their offensive line different, a lot like the Saints did. Rob, they they mm. had bigger, stronger interior guards okay. and a center that was different. They've got to wall people off so he can't get pressure up the gut because he can't see. So that pressure's got to be kept off him. I just think they have to be cognizant of the way they built their offensive line with a shorter guy in stature. That's all. I think he can do it. He's talented. The other thing is, and I know why they're doing this, they, they need to let him do some things with his feet so that he doesn't become just a pocket passer. The guy's too athletic. 
he's not they're not using his skill set, but I understand they're trying to keep him healthy and they're trying to keep him upright. But you might be better served just to let this guy go a little bit and even have some designed runs in. If he can pick his spots, and I've seen him go down on his own more this year, protect his right. body. I think he'll get better as that as his career goes on. So there's ways I think they can set him up to succeed better. Randy, uh, it's well documented that Cliff Kingsbury's teams in the pros and in college fizzle in the second half of the season. This year they lost four or five in the regular season, five of six overall, if you count last night's game. How do you explain that? Like, if I'm Arizona, I want to sit down with him and analyze like what is going on? It's like every the last seven years. Year. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you explain something like that? I, I think that defensive coaches, especially in the NFL, are really good. And when they get a book on you, and I think the second half of NFL seasons are all about coaches adjustments, making things different than they were in the first half. And for whatever reason, they just don't make these adjustments. They roll out the same stuff, and people are ready for them. I do think a thorough analysis is needed. But it's almost like they have to save some things that they don't show early in the season so that they have some stuff late. Mm. It's like he shot he shot everything, all of his info, everything he's right. got, and then he's got no second pitch come the mm. last third of the season. You know, he's just throwing fastballs still, and he's got to have a changeup in there some way. I think he can figure it out. It's going to probably have to – he's going to have to probably change his staff a little bit and add more veteran guys on that side and maybe kind of – Get more help, right, with running the the offense, running, giving up the reins of his offense. Because you're right. I mean, it's not two or three years; it's seven or eight years. So right. There's, it's, there's it's, plenty it's, of it there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's Let's true. go to the Dallas Cowboys, and what a mess! I mean, again, you know, they have this great year; they win all these games, mostly against also Rams, and it was a bad division. But when they play the better teams. They struggled. They really struggled offensively. And if it wasn't for that pick, I don't I don't know how many points they would have, right? Where they scored off of that. And Dak doesn't look like a guy. He he Randy, who's an elite quarterback who can who can make it happen when other things aren't going right. What did you see from the Cowboys and how surprised were you that they were totally taken out of this game? Well, there's so many things I think that affect what they do. First off, the head coach was hired uh, really with a resume of being a really good offensive coordinator and a play caller his whole career, and he's doing none of that, so he seems disconnected. The players are good on paper. I've said all along it's the most talented roster in the league, but they don't play good. There's a disconnect there, mm. and I think it's really all stems from the standpoint of being undisciplined. They just – their receivers – it's like Dak doesn't trust them. He doesn't necessarily trust the protection. There's a hesitancy about his game that we didn't see early on. So there's just a disconnect there. And I think a lot of it, sometimes when, when teams continue to make mental mistakes, a lot of the times it's about the respect that they have for the coach or lack thereof. And there's just a disconnect with Mike for whatever reason. Maybe it's that Jerry's really where the buck stops and the yeah. players know that. So they go right around him and they, you know, what, what can Mike do? He's the equivalent right. really of a mall, mall cop a lot of times. He can't even arrest anybody, you know. <laughs> he just locks the door at the end of the mall, you know. So sometimes it's just <laughs> the, the structure and the setup, and I think they're paying the price for that. They have talent, but they do not play discipline. They do not play detailed. They, they, their routes get cut off short. They just take shortcuts for whatever reason. They need more of a taskmaster. And I said it in a column I wrote for Mueller Football today, as a matter of fact, that Mike needs to run his own offense and Jerry needs to let him because I think he'll get more respect when hmm. he can 
actually implement his own stuff. He and let me add, Randy, the other thing, too, real quick for me, uh, the spotting of the ball, how come they don't know that? that is that coaching? Like, I'm watching at home. I'm, I'm not a football player, but I know every game I've ever watched, the official spots the ball, puts the ball down, not the player. How did the Cowboys not know that? Well, I think for one thing, they were obviously it didn't go like they thought. The referee bumped into Dak. Most of the time when you practice this at the end of a, of a practice or a session, it's not the quarterback that's ending up with the ball. It's a receiver or it's a tight end or it's a bat. Right. Somebody that, that you've thrown the ball to. Who, who runs a quarterback draw right. in 14 seconds? I mean, I don't know that they ever practiced that. So they might have practiced putting the ball down, but Dak never did. So it was like he, he, did, he had a hot potato. He just wanted to get rid of it. And he gives it to the center, who obviously can't do anything with it. So I think it was just a, a calamity based on the fact that I don't think they – it didn't look like they practiced this particular play with the quarterback ending up with the ball in his hands enough to where they were comfortable running it. We got about 30 seconds, Randy. Would, a lot of people in Dallas saying they should get rid of Mike McCarthy. Would you do that or, like, you, would you get rid of Kellen Moore and let McCarthy call the plays? Like, how would you handle yes. that? Well, I probably wouldn't get rid of anybody at this point because I just don't think Mike has been able to do his job. I don't think he's been able to be the coach. I just, for the reasons I stated, I'd let him run the offense that, that he won a Super Bowl with. For one thing, he, he, he's good at it. He knows that. And I think he'll gain respect from the players. They'll play more disciplined. I just think it solves everything. The biggest problem they're going to have now is Dan Quinn. He's going to end up with a head job. So who's he going to hire to run the defense? That's, that's their biggest problem. But I, think, I don't think getting rid of Kellen Moore or, or somebody else really matters. I just think they need to let Mike be the head coach for a change. All right. Great job. That's Randy Mueller. We Thanks, appreciate Randy. you, man. And if appreciate you want you. the theme music, let Rob let G Rob know. Let Rob G know, yes. All right. Me and <laughs> Rob can, will work it out. Rob it and I will work it out. It could be Sinatra. It could be anybody. Right. It doesn't have to be hip-hop. Don't, that's don't think right. it has to be hip-hop. <laughs> I got it. All right. All right. We'll do it. All right. Yep. That's our man, Randy Mueller, Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. And, Rob, the Cincinnati Bengals are the latest it team in the NFL but could they crack Parker's power rankings? We will find out in a moment. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio, Odd Couple. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I had a glizzy in my mouth. All right, folks. It is The Odd Couple. I am Chris he is Rob. I just threw and, up in my mouth after hearing that. My, <laughs> my cheese goodness. was hot. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company every now and again. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more. Discover.com slash match limitations do apply. It's time for Parker's Power rankings do you need the power yeah well here it comes power can you feel the power power it's parker's power rankings all right chris before we get to number five i'm going to tell you the three teams that are not in the top five right we got the final eight teams left let's do it that way first uh the rams just too what? easy of a game. They're not what? in the top five. Yeah, they're not in the top five. Just, ah. just because 
the I mean, Cardinals I just didn't all the teams out, but yeah, okay. But they just right. didn't they, they didn't have a, a game. You know, the Cardinals were a no show, so I'm not going there. I'm gonna tell you why the Bengals, the 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 new hotness mm. in the NFL, oh, they're not. Chris, right. they had a bad finish in that game against the Raiders. They had only two field goals in the second half, and they needed an interception to stop the Raiders from from tying that game, right? I just okay. didn't like the way that they finished the game. Okay. They started out strong. They looked good, but they didn't finish strong. And um, the and the other team, or oh, who am I missing? Uh, oh God, I'm missing who else? Oh, the uh, the 49ers. and the Forty Niners. Mm, wow. They're not in my top five either. Again, okay. Shanahan, Chris, closing out games. Did you like the way that game ended? No. All no. the mistakes and the penalties Trent and Williams all that. Emotion, I believe. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was bad. We've seen Shanahan blow big games before. I thought they were going to do it again. All right, let's get to the top five. Okay. Number five, Tampa Bay Bucks. I know they played How'd Philadelphia, but come on, Chris. Uh, they did what they had to do, but again, no competition. Jalen Hurts, a couple of picks. Uh, he can't beat you. You get ahead of that team, Chris, and they can't run their way back in. Do you know it? And they and they can't run their way back in, and they can't throw it from behind. So right. I give Tom Brady and them credit. They did what they had to do. Number four. Same thing. The Chiefs, again, they had a cupcake. They had so many cupcakes in playing the Steelers. They got a toothache from that game. I mean, <laughs> seriously. That was a piece of candy after that slow start to start, Chris. Once they got started, you couldn't stop the Chiefs. They looked like the Chiefs that won the Super Bowl, you know? (laughs) But again, no competition. Number three. The Buffalo Bills. The only thing better than the Bills are Buffalo chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Chris, they lit up the scoreboard, scored the first seven possessions, uh, you know, we we know there's that team there, the Bills, have that potential, but they didn't play up to it most of the year. They struggled, they stumbled, they bumbled like they were drunk, and they got sober for the playoffs, so they couldn't be a problem. Number two. And number two, the Tennessee Titans, the top seed in the wow. AFC, they didn't play. So I can't penalize them or drop them because they're right there, Chris, you know. Um they have the top seed. They're going to play at home, and they got a good chance of moving on, especially with Derrick Henry coming back. Number one. And the Green Bay Packers, the number one seed uh, in the NFC. Yay. And, you know, the same thing. They're getting healthier. They're getting players back. They're playing at Green Bay. San Francisco is a little banged up after that win, Chris. You know. Uh, yep. You know. Garoppolo's got a bad elbow and shoulder, or whatever, and um, they, they, you know, they had a they had a good win, a big win in Dallas, but Dallas was inept offensively, and San Francisco let Dallas back in that game, and we saw Garoppolo with that bad pick. So, there's my uh, top five. You got a problem with any of these? Um, I, look, I get why you got you. You put the number one seeds one two. It's you know it's hard right. to argue with that. I personally, my top three would be Green Bay, Kansas City, and Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, not necessarily in that order. I got Kansas City winning, City winning it all. Um, so I'd have Buffalo at number four. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm fine with Tennessee being in the top five. So I, if you put them at five, they're a big question mark just because we don't know. Like, is Derrick Henry playing? It looks like he'll play because he practiced in pass today, I believe. Right. Yeah. But what will he look like? You know what I mean? He's coming back awfully quick. But, but how about the teams I left off? You you agree with me about the Bengals, the way that the second half, two field goals, they they didn't play that well in the second half. I don't I, what was yeah, that? Yeah, but they're they're explosive. They're like Buffalo in that you don't know what you're gonna get, right? I mean, they they were up and down all season long as well. So. Yeah, they lost to the Jets at one point. We forgot yep. about that game. And I really like San Francisco, Rob. Like, I, I haven't decided, and you're right, they're banged up. And that's what could get Green Bay through it. Nick Bosa, we still don't know about him yet. He's in concussion protocols. So right, yeah, right. So if he's out, that's huge. Uh, Garoppolo, as you mentioned, he's already got question marks about him. Now the shoulder's bothering him. Yeah. So uh, that could help Green Bay. But if they're healthy, San Francisco, to to the degree that they can get healthy, I think they could beat Green Bay. So they got a shot. All right, keep it locked. An hour left. 